0: Just when they thought it was all over, huh, mm, huh, mm, huh? Mm. Where to the beat drop? Niggas ain't deep, you dumb. Niggas ain't gangster, you gum. I chew little niggas, hot took spew little niggas. I can only view little niggas like little niggas. So when um, little, little niggas try to play that part, I. Unlike you, little nigga, I'm a grown ass man. Big shoes to fill, nigga. Grown ass pants. I probably hustle with your pops. Go ask your parents. It's apparent you're staring at a legend who put a few little niggas in a place before. Trying to eat without saying their grace before. Good morning, good noon, good night. Welcome to the Blacklight Effect Podcast, home of the world's finest. The world, Craig. I'm your host Holmesiano, I'm going to be short and sweet with it today, which is how I feel. But I'm going to give y'all an episode, I'm going to give y'all five, y'all need five, I need five. The Nickel Bag Episode 5, Roses. We're going to get to the wild moment after I explain why I titled Episode 5, Roses, because the wow moment ties more into some of the things we're talking about later in the podcast but you know we gonna try and stick to the script stick to the schedule stick to your daily news programming your favorite podcast broadcaster podcast producer make sure that it was a nice healthy gap in between episodes because of the fuckery that happened after we dropped episode four and all the celebrations in between then and now Episode 5 is titled Roses because I learned at an early age That every rose is different Whether it's an individual rose, whether it's a rose bush You know, I learned early the hard way eh? Rose gardeners are fucking psychotic To an extent And I mean that with the utmost respect because I'm a rose gardener But at the same time, the exact same way, I mean, like I said, I learned the hard way when I was a young boy, uh, playing manhunt with the kids, you know, around the way. I ran through my grandmother's rose garden, Um, you know, she, and I'm bragging now, but my grandma had the nicest garden on uh, it, Lindley. you know, we had the nice little corner house, Little store on the side. It wasn't ours, but you know, I'm pretty sure having that front yard look the way it did helped business. And you know, right there in front of the bus stop, I mean, people would sit on my grandmother's wall and look at the flowers, and they would see her out there tending them. And hey, how you doing, Miss Carmen? And what's that? What's this? And you know, she never, you know, she never didn't have time to teach you and tell you about something. But at the same time, she always had time to correct you if you were wrong. And the day I caught myself running through her rose garden, I was wrong. And my punishment for destroying her rose garden was we woke up early the next morning, went to church after church. She took me right on down to the produce shop and we bought about 13, 14 roses. Some of them were bushes, some of them were individual plants. And we replanted all 13 of them jaws. And as a young man, uh, that shit was, that shit was labor. But see, I wanted to repay my grandmother for tearing up her garden. I didn't have a choice because, you know, I was there all weekend. And uh, yeah, I learned really early on. People love their roses. Roses symbolize a lot of different things, but the people who take the time to cultivate them and regrow them and they cut them and they trim them and they do them—you know—they do the things the way they do. They take that shit serious, and it's not to be played with. That shit ain't for play, play. Rose gardeners spend a lot of goddamn money and a lot of time sculpting and molding and cultivating and all these big herbology and botany fucking words. And I don't get too much into the shit, but. I know how to do it and I do what I know. Now, my rose garden, per se, is not actually a rose garden. My rose garden is this castle, this family I call Holmesy. Holmesy, I know. The Holmeses. Alright. My daughter's a rose. My queen is a rose. And I don't like seeing footprints or, 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 or just the thought of another motherfucker playing in my garden, not at all. You see, what I learned from my grandmother was that there is over 300 types. But see, the characteristics of a rose are consistent. They come in different colors. They come in different sizes. They all have different shit. But you know a rose when you see one. And then you smart motherfucker know that you don't just reach for them. You'll get fucking pricked. You know what I mean? So don't be stupid. Public service announcement. Stay the fuck out of my garden. Don't touch Holmes' roses. I will make you pay for it. You will replant some. And the beautiful part about my garden is you can't replace them so once they're tainted (sighs) father forgive me for my brash delivery but I'm about mines I don't play about mine at all you might want to ask somebody but anyway that's why episode 5 is titled Roses. Another episode dedicated to my girls, but at the same time, it's just a warning. Stay the fuck out my garden. I wouldn't do it. Young nigga, old nigga, light nigga, dark nigga, I don't give a fuck. Stay the fuck out my garden. Today's Wild Moment, Beautiful Words of Wisdom, are brought to you by a fellow entrepreneur and designer. Now, I'm not from the Danish descent, but I definitely appreciate the words I'm going to give you today from Mr. J.M. Skidbet. Democracy is not just about voting, but informed voting. If democracy doesn't have access to reliable sources of information and instead relies on social proof, then there is no way of distinguishing between junk evidence and actual knowledge we hear all the time fake news I say it the president says it we know fake news from real news but do we? Mm, I don't know a lot of people you know a lot of us is running around with shit that we heard not nothing that we know and that's the motherfucking problem it's bigger than just democracy there are people Groups of people, cultures—it's a whole—it's it, a societies out here that are completely misinformed, running around with bullshit evidence, bullshit information. You know, Denzel Washington was said, "If you watch the news, you're misinformed. If you don't watch the news, you're uninformed." I mean. I couldn't have said it better myself, but then again, that's the reason why I'm Holmesy and Denzel is Denzel. You know what I mean? I watch the news, but I formulate my own damn opinion. And I go and do my own little research. But that's what I told you I was going to do with this Black Light Effect podcast. I told my network that's what we're going to do. We're going to separate fact from fiction. We're going to cut all that saturated fat and bullshit out of our diets. And we're going to get to the meat and potatoes. Of a lot of conversations amongst the underground, amongst the people, amongst the world, Craig, the whole wide world. But let's look back at the, the wild moment today's words will miss, and just really think about it. Democracy is just not about voting, but informed voting. Hmm. If democracy doesn't have access, and that's a very fucking key point if the democracy does not have access to reliable sources of information and instead relies on social proof then there is absolutely no damn way of distinguishing between junk evidence AKA fake news and actual knowledge, aka the truth. Now, the truth was never supposed to tickle and it doesn't. That shit stings, but you accept it, you acknowledge it, and whether or not you want to be proactive, that's on you. But as long as you know, you know what I mean? If you think you know, you probably don't. And if you know, you know. Where have we heard that before If you know you know I'm going to thank my listenership For riding and rocking with the ball, Big Holmesy A.K.A. K.O.D. A.K.A. podcaster broadcast Rookie podcaster broadcasting podcast producer of the year Y'all sending my shit up the charts I love it Thank you The numbers are beautiful But let's keep this thing going each one teach one tell somebody tell somebody if you enjoyed enough tell somebody check it out listen to it but make sure they like subscribe and comment now before i gave y'all five i told you i was gonna have some things for y'all the drip is here the merchandise is here we already started shipping and mailing some shit out hats is flying off the rack i only got a handful left niggas is really fucking with these black light effect podcast dad hats the little leather strap light bulb on the motherfucker you know what i mean you better get one for they can run out. Limited supply only on the prototypes because as soon as we were getting running before we get rid of all this new flavors, new colors, new colorways I got competition with them on goddamn camp if you think we're in here competing for the best goddamn product, best, you know, and we working together When I got some shit Clyde got some shit Holmesy got some shit me and Andretti working on some shit It's a whole bunch of shit going on but I told y'all I was going to have it for you. And here we are. I want to thank my listenership. Whether it's on Spotify, our Heart Radio, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, iTunes, Google Podcasts. Y'all giving it up. And I appreciate it. So I'm going to keep giving it to y'all. You know what I mean? Salute yourself. I thank you. I was supposed to last longer than I wanted to, trying to light my cigar. Any which way, you know, we closed out on four right before Father's Day weekend. And it was beautiful. Numbers were great. Y'all loved it. The Pod Father's really doing numbers. Continue to, you know, continue to run past them old ones because, you know, i don't listen to them so if i catch myself repeating myself the only way i'm gonna find out is if my listeners let me know and i ain't got too many of Yo, you repeating yourself you're doing this you doing that everybody was entertained with the first two uh interviews and i've seen what you've done with those two gentlemen i appreciate y'all still rocking with and fucking with young mark who's got a project coming i appreciate everybody who's checking out when and getting them numbers up because once again if you know the people, you know the product, if you know the product, you know it's worth it and why not, you know what I mean, but there's a lot of a lot, a of, lot of catching up to do and before I repeat myself, I just want to wish my father a very, very, very happy Father's Day, I know it's after the fact and we spoke but, you know, I wouldn't be me if he wasn't him and that, that's a lot. Uh, one of my favorite songs, of course, is by Mr. Carter, Big Jay Z fan. I told y'all that. But, um, you know, when he dropped that 444 project, it was hot. It was dope. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. But the three bonus songs that he added, out of those three, two of those ended up being better than half the songs I liked on the whole damn project. One of them being adness. and if you haven't heard that, that the, it's like an open letter to—I mean, it, it's an open letter to a dead man—but it's Hove talking to his pop, and just a lot of the things he said in that joint was just—I you know I mean—letter to my dad that I never wrote. Speeches I prepared that I never spoke. Words on the paper that I never read. Prose on my pen—they stayed in my head. Jotted undated lines. I'ma fight you, nigga. Stories that I heard. I'm just like you, nigga. How? You know. I was one of those kids, my mom hated my smile. You look just like your father. I thought the fuck I'm supposed to do. The nigga made me. Any which way, love you, Pop. Fan of the show. And also, y'all gotta check out his merchandise. The boy. It's a brand. Hats, t shirts, sweatpants, hoodies, socks. We getting Gucci down to the socks. Well, fuck Gucci, but <laughs> we getting Dougie down to the socks. Pop's got a brand, I got a brand. His grandbaby got a brand. All my sisters got their own brands. We a branding ass company. We a branding ass family. Bunch of motherfucking entrepreneurs, businessmen, and women, and just pro success. Can't complain. Cut from a very unique, very delicate cloth. That a lot of you motherfuckers can't compare yourselves to But in which way we're not here to down nobody Just yet The month of June is funny because You celebrate Gay pride Shout out to the Hey that was on point Shout out to the LBGTQ community Because I know June is supposed to be Pride Month but there's a very very unique holiday after Father's Day smack in the middle of Pride Month that holiday is Juneteenth if you don't know anything about Juneteenth you're one of two people you're misinformed or you're uninformed I'm not gonna call you out your name because some of us don't know some of us were never taught most of y'all don't know most of y'all were never taught and if you do know it's probably not what you think it is and if you know we should be teaching and educating each other now Juneteenth is the oldest nationally celebrated commemoration of the ending of slavery in the United States its origins are from Galveston Texas in 1865 and it's observed on June 19th as the American Emancipation Day the African-American Emancipation Day remember that year 1865 now after Pride Month we go into July smack dab first week in July 4th of July Independence Day that's when as a country we celebrate independence and as these holidays passed I I, you know this year was unique for me because I went from celebrating all holidays to no holidays so now I just kind of keep it to myself and observe how everything is done and why and I take the time to do my own little research, like I said, and just learn to try and understand. And I, I understand a lot of different views, but let me give you mine. I wake up every damn day, three things. Well, besides a lot. I'm three different beings, all in one. I get to wake up every day and be proud and black. African American is a motherfucker, born here. African descent, American made, African American. So I take it upon myself to enjoy African and American holidays, cause I'm supposed to, and I should. I'm not telling anybody how to do what they do. I'm just speaking about homesy right now. We've been good in there. So I get to wake up every day a proud black man. So I celebrate African American holidays, i.e., Juneteenth. But also good to wake up every goddamn day a fucking American, an American veteran, war dog. You know what I mean, I love my country. I know it's got a nasty, fucked up past, but motherfucker, this is where I'm from. Most of my listeners, and I, you know, forgive my international audience, this is just an American thing, but I'm sure y'all understand, and y'all gonna learn and educate yourselves on it. But the division between waking up and have to be conflicted, so goddamn conflicted, why can't the African-American me get along with the American veteran in me? Why can't the veteran in me just... But see, I have to understand that it's because of the people. We're so missing fucking formed. I understand why some black people looking at niggas like, you out here celebrating 4th of July, you fucking stupid. I understand that. I'm not gonna say you're right or wrong. But, uh, nigga, last time I checked, your ass is an American too. You spend green fucking money, you speak fucking English, you got a motherfucking property in the US of fucking A. And I just so happen to be one of the few and the fucking proud to take it above and fucking beyond. Take this shit outside the country and and, and in an attempt to protect my homeland, some of you nasty motherfuckers in the rear, and a whole bunch of weird shit. I get concerned and discouraged and real fucking angry when I see niggas not wanting to be patriots and patriots not being friendly with niggas because that's a two-way street. I don't want to get stuck in that fucking crossfire. I'm a motherfucking family man. I'm a motherfucking veteran. I'm a motherfucking black man. Ain't no part of me supposed to win. The devil dog's supposed to die at war. The black man's supposed to die in jail. And me as a man, I'm just ready to die. That's just my plan. That's not in God's plan. So let me learn you something. If you, like me, served your country, love your people, how can you not take advantage of both? You know, I thought about calling one of my Mexican-American friends that I know for sure celebrates Cinco de Mayo. And that's just another culture-based celebration but I wanted to ask I wanted to ask these individuals within your community do you still celebrate the 4th of July and if not why The 4th of July is to celebrate the commemoration of America getting their independence in 1776. But technically, well not technically, the country was free in 1776. Niggas wasn't free for damn near another 100 years. Damn near. What'd I say, 1865? (laughs) Now, once again, as a nigga from the North, you would think, oh, we know better. We would know. And they're not teaching that Juneteenth. They're not teaching nothing about Juneteenth in these schools up here. Let me tell you. they not. So black kids are misinformed. I was one of them. And I don't regret serving, and serving my country or my people. I will continue to, to the best of my abilities. Maybe not and an American uniform anymore because I served my time and was honorably discharged so keep my motherfucking name out your mouth, don't disrespect Corporal Holmes I can put that motherfucker on real quick, take the beard off and get right back nasty once a Marine, always a Marine, I'm never gonna let that shit go but for the same reasons why I take pride in being a Marine is why I take pride in being a real nigga that bull you know what I mean? why not enjoy both? what am I, fucking greedy? damn right! Why wouldn't I? Why not enjoy Juneteenth and the Fourth of July? Yeah, it's conflicting, but I'm never gonna stop fighting for my people and my country, even if the divide is always gonna be there. I got a little girl. My little girl's from the African, German, and Irish descent. You think I'm not gonna have a green bear on fucking St. Paddy's Day? You think I'm not going to educate my daughter on the nastiness of the Holocaust and all this other shit? There's a lot of world and nasty knowledge that we're going to have to give our children and keep it a fucking thousand with them. Admit that the motherfuckers before you were wrong. Try and make them understand. You know, we talk about slavery, that shit was sweet. I dare one of you motherfuckers to try and be a slave for before any amount of time. I wouldn't dare. But see, when we out here trying to pick a side of the fence to be on, you have to understand there are plenty of people sitting on fences and can't pick a motherfucking side. I can't pick no fucking side. Don't make me pick between American and being fucking black. I'm always going to be fucking black. And last time I checked, I was born in America, so I'm always going to be an American. Where are you from? I could move. I, you can denounce your citizenship if you want to. When you go somewhere, they're going to ask you where the fuck you came from. America. Home of the free. <coughs> land of the brave, maybe you shouldn't have to pick a side and the shit is nasty and disgusting but I understand now one of the most beautiful parts about my Marine Corps career was I went to PA school at a very, very, very special place to me now my Marines know what Montfort Point is what it was but that's where I went to school, that's where I learned my MOS down there at Montfort Point now Montfort Point, for what for you civilians Montfort Point back in the day was where the black marines were trained that was our boot camp, that was our little parasama you know what I mean? all the black marines went to Montfort Point And I never took it for granted. I thought it was excellent. I you know, did as much reading and learning as I could down there. And while I trained and learned my job and became a better person and all those great things, I took it as a, metaphorically, I felt that as a passion of the torch, like, hey, you ain't the first and you ain't the last, but as long as you touch these grounds, young man, know that you, you know, that shit that they was telling you, before you got here none of that shit matters yes there is a place for a young black man and white man's army if you work hard enough you'll find yourself amongst us and not only did i almost lose that opportunity i fought to keep it shattered my hand almost got recycled I went through that entire schooling with one goddamn hand I thank God I'm a you know South Pole because I shattered my right hand but something about being on Montfort Point got a wheel rolling I started looking into black patriots and, and you know not just black Republicans but just black patriots and just and looking back looking back since the beginning of American history niggas have been fighting for this country all the way back to Crispus Atticus but they don't talk about it niggas will tell you yeah you what you doing out there and then you got to deal with other communities that you know white folk that don't want you down that motherfucker now I can't say in the Marines you know you you, you know a nasty motherfucker when you see one But at the same time When you put that uniform on All that shit don't matter We here to serve a common purpose God, country, core And as long as motherfuckers kept it like that We was able to get the job done I don't know too many Marines I don't get along with Whether you like me or not Niggas know Homesy From the four stars down You know what I mean? Had a beautiful career short and sweet but, you know what I mean keep the whole thow with you I never let that deter me I never let being black deter me from serving my country and it wasn't my first option but I never let serving my country deter me from being black either I don't gotta walk around misinformed I don't gotta walk around like anybody goddamn else. Homes is so goddamn independent. I don't like niggas, veterans. I I don't like nobody. I don't like nothing. But I can be civil, work with, and progress with anybody and anything. Um, Excuse me. I can accomplish any mission with anybody that want to accomplish the mission you may have you got personal objectives and opinion I may have mine but guess what when we get into that motherfucking fighting hole we getting out now you get to go your way I get to go my way and that's the beauty of it it was concerning to see how just misinformed we as a country are because we don't have reliable sources of information they'll sugarcoat it, they'll whitewash it to do a thousand and one things but we're misinformed so it's really, really, really complicated when you're trying to distinguish the junk evidence from actual knowledge my Marine Corps now this was, was really funny the Marine Corps was established in 1776 niggas was already fighting and serving you get where I'm going with this? day one of this country being a country niggas have fought for the same landing grounds today so help me understand where niggas can't be patriots patriots can't be niggas what the fuck is going on now I get it 1776 Holmes couldn't be talking the way he's talking let alone read and fucking write but I can serve my country And at the same time, if I wasn't the type of motherfucker I am and I wasn't going to serve my country, I guess, yes, I'd be limited to fewer options. Even for a nigga from the north. I understand that. We can't change that. But holding that moment in time for forever, it's not going to progress. It's not going to help us. Not at all, not in the least. Okay? To me, it don't matter. Because you have the choice to be independent. See, with the internet and all these smartphones and dumb fucking users, the information is there. It's there and it doesn't tickle you know like music I look at people like music there's two types good and bad how fucking hard is that are you a good motherfucker or a bad motherfucker are you are you, are you with the shits or are you want some fuck shit I don't give a fuck with who you are or where the fuck you came from. If something happened, nigga, are you riding? No, I ain't, I ain't serving this motherfucking country. Fuck these motherfuckers. Well, when this motherfucker get blown up, I hope you tough ass defend the shit out this motherfucker. Cause I know real niggas is real tired. And I, I got a bunch of dead fucking friends and brothers and sisters that can't talk to hear you say that shit and run up in your shit for it. But at the same time, I understand. I understand. I feel the same way about Thanksgiving, I don't celebrate, it's a fucking massacre. Correct me if I'm wrong, I am opening to fucking learning, that I am. Now I'm not gonna say I don't gather with my family and prepare a meal, but I gather with my family and prepare a meal every goddamn day and thank God for it. Not just on that ass November 27th for the fourth fucking Thursday of the goddamn month in November. Man, I'm not doing. I'm not with all that. Now everything's Thanksgiving. I'm limited to three days to celebrate motherfuckers killing Indians. Come on, man. I'm a old fan, but that's a choice. You know what I'm saying? That's a choice. Y'all don't even dig it. Columbus Day is coming up. You think I'm doing a goddamn thing on Columbus Day? To celebrate he sailed the ocean blue in 1492. I don't want to hear about no Santa Monica, no Santa Barbara, no fucking Mayflower, no goddamn sunflowers, or none of them goddamn slave ships. Stop fucking playing with me. I can't wait for my daughter to get in school her and like d- d- Come home and say one goddamn thing about Christopher fucking Columbus. The only Christopher we acknowledge is Wallace, baby baby and I ain't gonna have no problem explaining to my daughter no, you not doing this project, we not doing this, then the third I'm gonna write a letter to your teacher, know I don't wanna hear no shit about this you go ahead and keep teaching that shit and don't expect no goddamn response, give it a zero give it a goddamn zero give it the X, the incomplete, whatever the fuck you wanna do we don't wanna, re- we not reciting our knowledge and nothing not a goddamn fuck Columbus got me celebrating the goddamn slave trader. Motherfucker, does Hitler have a goddamn day? Do we celebrate Adolf? I ain't even Jewish. But how do you think the Jewish community would feel if Hitler had a fucking day? So how the fuck you think niggas feel about Columbus? They stop playing with me. You know what I mean? Niggas gotta stop. We gotta stop. Stop. No, wrong sound. Turn it off. Don't celebrate. Don't clap for that shit. Columbus I right, get that man wreck if I, if I see his ghost I'll whoop his ass let me let me find a descendant of Columbus let me slap the shit out of you but that would be wrong because you didn't do it you know what I mean? but if a descendant of Columbus is listening to this podcast we need to sit down you got you got to explain this to me why are we celebrating this man that nigga didn't bring nothing but disease and niggas on them boots. Wasn't no food. Boats probably stank. Niggas dead everywhere. you been lost at fucking sea for weeks and months. You got down to the goddamn Caribbean. You call it the West Indies. Motherfuckers still calling it the West Indies. What the fuck is West and Indian about the goddamn Caribbean? I hate that term West Indies. Nigga, them niggas ain't Indians. Jesus. Here, shake my goddamn head for a second. So another proud black man that's out here serving. He's not a Marine. He may have been. I don't know. Well, you know, if I ever get the chance to meet him, I, you know, ask him some questions. But at the same time, I do have to salute. The police chief of the oldest police department in the fucking country. You know what I mean? Richie, not Ricky, Richie Ross is our goddamn police commissioner. Richie, Mr. Ross, hi, I'm Dante. You can call me Mr. Holmes, you can call me Corporal Holmes, you can call me Holmesiano. But I have to address you, have to address you. I, I, like most of my friends, have a criminal record. Fortunate for me, because of the Clean Slate Act, it doesn't exist now. But what if per se it did exist? Okay. Let's say my appeals didn't go through. Let's say that expungement didn't work. Let's say all the things we do to clear up our records and not look like nutballs after the fact. You know what I mean? What if that shit didn't work? What if the cop that gave me my goddamn DUI was a low-key nutball, anti-military, racist, fat-ass, nasty-ass pig that just didn't want to see a young nigga riding around in that big black motherfucking explorer tended to fuck out with the chrome handles and all that cool shit, riding up and down Baltimore Pike? Now, speeding would be a likely excuse to, you know, have a reason to pull a motherfucker over. you absolutely right, but what if, what if, that cop... Those cops would have just happened to have been one of, you know, two or three of the 65 fucking hundred out here acting crazy with this Project Plainview ship. Now, I know Philly PD wasn't the only one, but I got to worry about the biggest one that i seen. When this shit came across my goddamn timeline, I was highly upset, very goddamn concerned. Y'all got social media pages about what y'all gonna do to us? Not even just black people. Y'all out here fucking up women, children, junkies, special people. It's enough nasty shit going on, and I know a lot of good cops. I don't fuck with them. But I know some, you know, fair Equal opportunity treating cops. I know some cops that'll still take their badge off and whoop your ass. I know some cops that'll take that badge off and get their ass whooped. Whooped, you hear me? Whooped. And then you know we got the you know we got some dirt bags, the scum of the motherfucking earth, the nasty motherfuckers that don't understand the level of responsibility. You have with that gun and that goddamn badge. I know they took 72 off the street, but if you think it's just them 72, Mr. Ross, you might want to put your nose back in a book and read a little bit more. Because it ain't just PD. 6,500 officers, I'm sure it's more than that. We took 72 off the street. Which is a great thing. I don't know why the fuck they being paid. I don't know why they got desk jobs. I don't know why they still have a fucking badge. See in the Marines, it's easy to fuck up and get out. It's real easy. Fuck up, motherfucker. They they have no problem with expediting your goddamn process. You do a crime, you'll do the time and you'll see your ass on the other side of the tree line. You know what I mean? Fucking sick and if you don't know anything about what I'm talking about just google project the plain view project I don't know why I keep saying project plain view just google it don't get a motherfuckers no money but just read some of the sentiments and comments that are in there I learned some new motherfucking words by the time I got out that joint and it's heinous it's dehumanizing if that's even a fucking word that shit is heinous just, ugh, just disgusting it's disgusting i don't know i don't know we got to do better you know i understand young niggas don't want to be cops but the only way we're gonna get better cops in our neighborhood in our communities is if we police our own and that's big in the marine corps police your own we gotta hold ourselves and each other accountable. Nip this shit in the bud before it gets, you know, out of our control and out of our hands. Cause once it's out of our control, out of our hands, and somebody placed that fucking phone call, it's a rat. And it's sad and it's sickening how a lot of these situations end up, but at the same time, some of us were bringing it upon ourselves others and had no reason being in the predicaments they in or the situations they ended up in glory be to god i didn't end up like some of these lost like like some of these gone too soon never to be forgotten lost lives the oscar grants the sandra blands that could have been any one of us and i understand most of my listeners understand but at the same time, at the same time, we have to police our own. We take care of that shit on our own home front, and we ain't got to worry about another motherfucker doing it. I used to hate it as a kid when all his time was some, oh yeah, back in the day, if you fucked up, you, the neighbor would whoop your ass. And that's why y'all fucked up stop letting other people touch your motherfucking kids stay out of the people fucking guard mind your motherfucking business why are you worried about this motherfucker crazy your kids acting just as fucking crazy and I get mad about the shit because it's a <sighs> breathe, stretch, shake and let it go no fuck all that I get fucking frustrated with the shits because you would like to think it's a two-way street you would like to think we policing our own that we gonna take care of each other that we gonna you know do better but we're not so our children out here are acting the fucking monkey acting the fucking donkey some of us is grown-ass adults and don't know no goddamn better and when the police get involved they don't know what the fuck they dealing with you can't ask Tiny Tim from Sunnyside fucking California to tell you can't ask that motherfucker to go police Chester you can't tell that motherfucker to go out South Bridge. You can't tell that motherfucker going to get... Tell Tiny Tim from Sunnyside, goddamn California to try that shit in Harlem fucking Brooklyn. Try that shit in Detroit, Chicago, Baltimore. You might get away with it in fucking Boston. But come on. At the same time, they got a job to do. And I ain't taking nobody's ass for sides. I do not fuck with the police. I'm pro-military. The police is just a, a lesser branch to me. And you could tell them I said it. We be having our words and our squabbles, but at the same time, you know, that's just the criminal and the motherfucking vetting me. Cause I look at them like they lesser than motherfucking Coast Guard people. Y'all ain't even puddle pirates. Y'all, motherfucker, come on. We just got to do better. We got to do better. A lot of music. I wanna get off I wanna get off these police tops because the shit's getting depressing. On a lighter note, a lot, a lot, a lot of new hit hop music is out. And by the time you hear this, y'all done heard most of these songs. But I really thought Generational Excellence was a great fucking project. I you know, I can't remember the last time we got a father-son album in hip hop. Styles P and Noah Styles, did they fucking thing. And I know it's only six, seven tracks, you know, nice little EP. But the whole project is dope. And to see Noah kind of, you know, not be, you know, he's got his own flow, he's got his own sound, you know, the ghost is the ghost. So for his son to be able to kinda hold his own a little bit, okay, okay, no, I see, yeah, I mean that shit was I I dig it. Now one of my favorite artists, and we can you know, we can argue, I would say he's arguably one of the greatest musicians, slash performers, slash entertainers of all time. If you don't subscribe the title, you don't know what I'm talking about, but title released Prince originals, and whoa, I needed that. The musicianship, the craftsmanship, just just to hear some of your favorite songs that were originally made by Prince, you know, the songs he sold off, his original cuts, whoa, buddy. That was not no lightweight. That shit was. Whew. Needed that. That shit was great. The shit on repeat now. Mother set of headphones. Shout out to GSG, Gutter Street Gang. Ken is always up to something. Char Hancho got new music coming out just saying, he had a performance in Jacksonville, North Carolina, salute, proud of my young man really down there doing it, building his base, making great music, you know, hip-hop being hip-hop in a different area, because see where they come from, they don't get this, they don't get that same buzz and traction we get up here, but it's a dogfight down south, So, to see this young man, you know, already putting on shows and doing his thing in North Carolina and Georgia and, you know, going around there spreading his name and building his brand. Salute, salute, salute. You know what I mean? We can go deeper into music another day another time. but... A lot's passed. I didn't have a chance to listen to it all. I know it's a lot of new shit out. I heard Jaden Smith's fucking project is dope. I did listen to the... that new west side project just fucking ridiculous i listen to it in my right mind and then i listen to it out of my mind and i just got to sit down and figure out what are you, i just got it episode six we are gonna get more into the breakdowns and how i break down different songs and you know all the ratings and all that cool shit i know we just i know i missed the fucking the, the, the awards and all the cool shit i ain't in with all that i don't watch award shows because it's opinion based and once again the people that are judging and grading the music don't know nothing about the music so that's like me being a judge at a goddamn dog show i don't even like small dogs toy dogs i mean i love all animals but i'm not grading no poodles and no shih tzus and no you know I'm into the Dobermans, the Rottweilers, the Pitbulls, the American Bullies, Lilac, Trimoral, Bulldogs, whether they're French or or English. You know, big shit. Sports update. (laughs) (sighs) Kawhi to the Clippers. George to the Clippers Jimmy Butler signing trade to the Heat from my beloved goddamn Sixers I'm still blown away by the KD Kyrie to Brooklyn Brooklyn you talking about the Nets my nigga and the nigga changed his number big KD fan, yo, call it what you want, call it bias, I don't give a fuck, I'm getting a KD Brooklyn Nets jersey, I didn't get a Warriors John, I didn't get an OKC John, but I'm getting a Brooklyn Nets KD jersey, I just wish it was still wearing 3-5, you know, that was my number, thank you Coach Stevenson for giving me that beautiful number, because when you gave it to me, I did my research, did my, and I wanted to wear that shit forever, baseball, football, didn't matter. Always wanted to wear that 3-5 to remind myself. Three-fifths of a man, Holmes. And there's only a handful of people that still look at me like I'm three-fifths of a goddamn man. But what's beautiful about it is it's an even lesser percentage of people that look at me like I'm three-fifths of a man and serve this country. So watch your motherfucking mouth. Don't disrespect the word, dog, Because the same way how we like protecting our flag, we like protecting our colors, we like protecting our... <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a motherfucking minute. Now that flag and that anthem talk, I was gonna save it for a rainy day. Save it for a better day. But I need to understand why people why individuals, I can't say people, I don't want to make it seem like it's a group. it's mostly individuals and you are entitled to feel or question it but I get a lot of, you know, I I like observing a majority of the people that want to stand for the flag and the anthem or are against people not standing for the flag and the anthem if you didn't serve, sit your dumb ass down stop People like me get offended when you want to jump and talk about something that you didn't want to jump and fucking Take the advantage of Now I understand not everybody gets to serve not everybody wants to it's not your dream It's not your goal. You couldn't hack it. You couldn't make it. You got medical shit going on. I get it I, mean, I don't but whatever So I understand you don't want the country disrespected neither do the goddamn war dogs neither do the fucking veterans especially not the war veterans No, we don't like seeing our flag disrespected. But as a people, as a person, as a black man, I don't like being disrespected. Don't put the flag over the people. We made that flag. We fought and defend that flag. So I understand how you don't want it being disrespected, but you being just disrespectful. See, that flag entitles people to do what the fuck they want and I fought for that I can't speak for any other Marine I know when I swore in it was to protect and defend my family my country my people against all enemies both foreign and domestic am I right foreign and domestic so yeah, as some people say, for the terrorists outside this country, don't fuck with my country. And for the nasty ass terrorists inside my country, stop shooting up my schools, stop shooting our fucking children, stop shooting at my brothers and my sisters. See terrorism isn't limited to one ideology, it isn't limited to one culture, it isn't limited to one group of people or one fucking religion. James Holmes is a fucking terrorist. He shot up a fucking movie theater People wanted to go see fucking Batman We can't go see Batman my nigga Or what about the jackass that shot up the country fucking music star That's an act of fucking terrorism People can't go listen to fucking country music Country music What the fuck is more American than country music You can't even listen to country music Without getting hit by a fucking terrorist in the, the Fort Hood shooting Terrorism now, I ain't the smartest motherfucker in the world, but I don't think any of the last three events I spoke about were by a Muslim group of people. I don't even think they were a minority. I, last time I checked and looked on the news, the motherfucker was clear as a bottle of goddamn water. Pasty white. And for whatever reason. Matter of fact, just here in the state of Pennsylvania, they had these four nutballs go kill them two little kids. Bury them outside the goddamn, uh, uh, bury them outside of a farm. This shit is disgusting. Modern day terrorism. Motherfuckers wasn't Muslim. But I ain't gonna hurt you. You know, I don't really like pointing too many fingers and getting to that because there's always gonna be a right and a wrong. And if we don't address it and acknowledge it as such, it ain't gonna fucking matter. Now, why I got a lot of people worked up and a lot of people concerned and a lot of people pissed off, let me ask my people something. How many of us know the Negro National Anthem? Because it's the same niggas I want to celebrate 4th of July, but not join the military, and be all this pro-black bullshit, Me Too and whatever the fuck. Conversations be going on. Oh, I don't pay I don't pay I don't pay nothing no mind. I just stay informed or at least try to. How many niggas know the Negro National Anthem? Pass the first line. If you hit me with that lift every voice and sing, I will slap the shit out you. If that's the only thing you fucking know, nigga, check yourself. Am I wrong? Let me know. Get at me. I'm open to learning and being wrong, and I'd love to fucking understand, shit, I might bring your motherfuck ass on the motherfucking podcast, and let you explain it for your goddamn self, because I don't understand it at all. I'd slap the shit out of a Marine that didn't know the Marine Corps him. Let you not get past the to the shores of Tripoli. I'm going to slap the shit out you, devil. Open hand to God, I'm going to slap the shit out you. And as an American, we all know our national anthem, or at least we're supposed to. And you can feel how you feel about it until we change it. That's our country's anthem. And I like saying our country because if you're an American, regardless of how you got here or when you got here, if this is your nationality or you're a citizen of this motherfucker you will know the Star Spangled Banner no matter how fucked up it is. It is what it is. Acknowledge it get your ass in the voting booth, get enough people together, petition the motherfucker change it. Most of the country don't even speak English no more so we should be open to having that conversation now I'm not saying we should adopt the Negro National Spiritual because I believe in having our own niggas can have their own thing and before every game it's just going to be a long ass intro we're going to go through the national anthem the negro national anthem the canadian national anthem shit i want to see more than just a flag and saluted It need to be a 21 gun saluted every baseball game every football game because i'm sure there's a child a family a team a school a community that are there because veterans before them regardless of race nationality color creed or goddamn religion fought to ensure that baseball could be played that football could be played that people can fucking swim in fucking pools indoor pools outdoor pools rooftop pools jacuzzis it people have made sacrifices for us to be able to enjoy entertain and learn and the shit's being taken for granted while we squabbling amongst each fucking other Oh you're this, oh you're that, spick, niggers, crackers, all the... Come on man, you're the fuck American, you're just as nasty as me, motherfucker. And for those who ain't veterans, you all worse than us. You got the audacity to come out your motherfucking mouth. Stop, while you behind. I'll challenge any one of you motherfuckers. How many of us know the National Anthem, the Negro National Anthem, and more than one goddamn hymn? For a branch of service. How American are you? Are you American enough to kill a group of people for your fucking homeland? Are you American enough to leave this motherfucker and smack a couple other motherfuckers around to come back home and tell motherfuckers about it? Are you American enough to actually fight for anything the fuck that you stand for? Do you know what you stand for? No, you're probably misinformed Bullshit fed, social proof And misunderstandings For generations and generations And generations and generations And I didn't want to do it But that's my motherfucking criticism towards religion Keep misunderstanding Misinterpreting and being misinformed And see where that energy And all that time wasted get you Holmes being the non-denominational believer in God that I am I don't like saying Christian but I'm not gonna say I'm not I believe Jesus died for my sins maybe not just me personally that's a lot and I do take Christ into my heart to help change me and all this other cool stuff, but I'm not going to be walking around ignorant enough to be like, oh yeah, Jesus died for my sins and he's got blonde hair and blue eyes, I understand it shouldn't matter what he looked like, but I've been to the Middle East, been there twice, flown around this world twice, and what I can tell you is, uh, <clears throat> The Jesus that was on my grandmother's wall don't look nothing like the Jesus that's walking around Jerusalem in the Middle East right now. And I understand the older folk, you know, misinformed. But now we have the information. No, I don't read my Bible. Because I know it's not the Bible. I read what I want to read, learn what I want to learn, but I don't take it for what it is. I don't take it out of context neither. To each his own I'm not going to sit here and argue with nobody about they book Well mine's is the newest out the fuck I look like arguing with a Muslim for the fuck I look like arguing with a Jew for Let's just get along Bust down on this lamb <laughs> You know what I mean Let's get to it I understand not everybody eats bird I mean I don't know shit I understand not everybody eats pork Not everybody eats fish But we can and we can all get down on some goddamn lamb now, You don't like lamb You <laughs> How American are you you don't like lamb chops? Now I understand I got a lot of, you know, a vegan and vegetarian b- background and following. But I ain't giving up meat. Pause. And I don't do the red meat no more. I don't do beef. I don't do white bread. I don't do a lot of things because of my little medical conditions. You know, a little gout. You know what I mean? Fun fact. But at the same time, mmm come on if we can't bust down and enjoy some lamb and enjoy the fruits of our labor and dedicate tomorrow to our and dedicate tomorrow to our children and making the world a better place and policing our own within each community what are we doing? it's time we start giving our people them roses If you know a veteran, call them, him or her. Thank them. I'm trying to tell you, it makes a world of difference. Because the sacrifice they made, whether it was in their right mind, their wrong mind, whether they lost a finger, a couple legs, it was for you. Veterans. These civilians don't understand. We got to teach them but we've been misinformed too. We gotta pull our heads out our ass and be open to learning and understanding that if they knew better, they would do better. So we gotta give them their roses. I see a lot of people across the country petitioning to take statues down, trying to put things up. Let's not blackwash or whitewash history It was what it was. The statue ain't gonna hurt you. That sign ain't gonna hurt you. It's to remind you how nasty motherfuckers could be when they misinformed, uninformed, and just don't understand. I'm not giving white people a pass for slavery, but the motherfuckers walk around now ain't got nothing to do with it. So who am I to hold them accountable? I keep overhearing reparations being talked about and and a lot of these debates and a lot of these political conversations and while it would be, you know, nice little handout, that ain't the type of nigga I am. I'm always gonna take the hard work over the handouts. You give me some motherfucking reparations, I'ma flip the dog shit out of it, you hear me? I'm flipping that shit. I'ma double up, triple up, making a motherfucking sis. Believe it I want to give my people their roses man You know I started episode one with a very vulnerable piece of information And I told you What my grandmother and my mother told me you can be anything in the world a doctor, lawyer, engineer the first black president and my every time I looked at my grandma when she said you could be a first black president now this was in the 90's she truly believed in that and my grandmother was you know she migrated from Barbados to Canada and my grandmother was you know multicultural she's from Barbados but she spoke French she spoke English could speak Calypso But she wasn't stupid. She kept us close. She educated from the kitchen. Here's what I know. Here's what you need to know. This might help you later on down the line, baby boy. Mum Grandma Carmen, thank you. I'll be up to see you soon to give you your roses. My mother drilled into my head, Don, you got to be smart. You got to keep your head in them books. Don't worry about them girls. You could be a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, and you stay in school long enough. You could do this, this, and this, and you can always. And a part of me can still do that, like I said. But that's not for me. It's not outside the realm of possibility. It just ain't for me. You know me and my mother had a very unique conversation after I got out the Marine Corps and what's funny is she wasn't a fan she was very proud of me she wasn't a fan of Holmes fighting for his country fighting you know two wars in Afghanistan call it what you want serving his country and his people but she understood I felt obligated If ain't nobody else gonna do it If this the only way I can recover If this the only way I can make a name for myself You know I was I make my own damn decisions I've been making them since I was 16 The Marine Corps Although I was pushed in that direction Was the best worst thing that ever happened to a young nigga And I understand it ain't for everybody I say that all the time Everything ain't for everybody And the Marine Corps wasn't even my first choice but it worked out for me you could call it what you want but I was supposed to be a United States Marine I was supposed to fight for my country and I was supposed to make it back both times I went in at 17 came out 21 the best worst thing never happened to me you know there's a piece of me that wants to get back in the fight but I'm at peace with my service a part of it's because it'll be taken for granted another part of it is because once you've done it you know wars are not like championships you don't enjoy them, they don't get better, but the people you do it with, that's the fucking kicker so the people I served with my roses to you, you made those four years a dream it almost doesn't seem real little Holmesy Recruited out of Delaware, the little 5, 545 pound nigga, ain't no way he got out of fucking boot camp 20 pounds heavier, ain't no way he came back 4 years later over 200 pounds, chest candy all crazy, star-studded goddamn young marine coming out into the civilian sector, and you motherfuckers just don't even understand. But you do what you gotta do, you live, you learn, and you move on. I'm proud of my service. Whether you're pro-military or not, my country has thanked me for my service honorably. And I'll continue to reap the benefits of the seeds i sown. Because before I was a Marine, Holmes was just out here hustling, you hear me? And when I got out the Marine Corps, I got back to what I know. Taking care of my people, hustling, fighting a new war. New battles, new demons. I don't know. I wanted to get more into sports. (laughs) Excuse me. I wanted to get more into sports. I wanted to get more into a lot. But I'm going to leave you with this. the most beautiful part about this life isn't that you get to live it once, is that you can document it, pass it to somebody, and they can take that information and do something greater with it. Educate yourselves, teach your children, watch where they take that knowledge and information. There is no such thing as impossible. They said there was no place for a black man in a white man's army. Nigga, we made it. There's a lot of oppression and depression in this country to this day. And if we don't fix it, we're going to end up back on that same nasty ass track we were and too many of my people too many American people have died to change those ideologies and the times some of us got a war with the police police got a war at home I know veterans overseas right now doing their thing you think they got time to be entertaining the shit we out here talking about Real niggas with real shit on the line, they lives, they families, they children, fucking limbs. Yeah, I'm going to have to cut this one short. i go keep working myself up. I know I dropped a lot of F-bombs, I Bell, I'm sorry. I hope I didn't lose you too early, brother. And I hope to continue this conversation with you because, you know, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. It's been a long day. I apologize for the F-bombs, but fuck it. When you fight for freedom of motherfucking speech, you exercise the dog shit out of it, you hear me? Speak your motherfucking peace. I fought for it. Plenty before me fought for it. It's people out here now fighting for it. Enjoy the freedoms that people fought for. You don't wanna stand, don't stand. Because somebody slapped the shit out of you, don't be mad. That's how they feel. And motherfucker that do the slapping, if that motherfucker slap you back, don't be mad. That's how they feel. But if we keep walking around poking everybody in the fucking eyes, we're going to be a blind fucking nation. We really got to stop this bullshit. The only way it's going to stop is we start policing our own. Y'all know homes hold his accountable. I expect y'all to do the same. It starts at home. I say it all the goddamn time. It starts at home. You got to look at the man in the mirror. You got to look at the lady in your bed with you. got to look at the kids and the other room. And you got to fix them. Exclusion ain't gon' work. Social proof ain't gonna work. Hatred ain't gon' work. And I ain't even a lovey dovey. Everybody love everybody ass nigga, but damn you cannot like somebody and leave that motherfucker alone. I don't know if it's even possible because I've been trying to get motherfuckers to do it the last 28 goddamn years. You ain't got to like me, but you gon' leave me the fuck alone. Stay the fuck out in my garden. any anyway, what you way. the black light effect podcast hats t-shirts and hoodies are now available by the time you hear this they'll be available the hats are flying off the rack i've been hand delivering them a lot of the merch for a lot of my local guys i've been hand delivering because it's truly a token of my appreciation and i've been out here handing on a little couple discounts you know five dollars off here twenty dollars off there or oh, you do this that, and a third okay let's network and do this and this and this but i'm on the verge of taking this podcast to a new level this drawing about the level up. Exclusive interviews. Premium content. You know, I know I I know y'all think this shit is just a joke, but this is what I do, you know what I mean? I'm a businessman. Multiple streams of goddamn income. Now that's American. Self fucking made. Get it from the goddamn mud. Okay? That glass ceiling we all scratching at, there's a couple cracks in that motherfucker. Keep scratching. That bitch gonna break. We got billionaires, we got businesses, we got our own. But as an American people, I just truly wish we could learn to agree to disagree and even if you don't want to shake my hand or look me in the eye understand that I am a motherfucking man or a woman, not me personally but be able to look your opposition and maybe not an opposition, you don't have to always have an opposition but just to look at another group of people, another person and understand and even if you don't understand, agree to disagree you know what I mean? agree to disagree Police your goddamn own. take care of yourselves. Be sure to stay tuned, episode 6 will be here relatively soon. I kinda wanted to wait the way I could get this off the way I did on purpose. I had a lot more to talk about but you know, it's always another day, God willing. Stay tuned. Make sure y'all checking out what's going on. The website's up and running and running beautifully. www.TheBlackLightEffectPodcast.com Spell it out for you. T-H-E-B-L-A-C-K-E-F Oh T-H-E-B-L-A-C-K-L-I-G-H-T-E-F-F-E-C-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T.com Check it out. There's going to be some updates. You can always click on the link for Univs and make sure you get your summertime drip. Relatively soon, we're gonna have a link to Clyde's YouTube channel, aka my guy, T Smith 610, fellow Lord of the 610. You know, my little Lord of the 610 discipleship is getting serious. If you ain't with Holmes, you against me, and my army probably bigger than yours, but we don't want the smoke. We gonna sip smoke and gentrify the dog shit out of everything because it don't mean moving them out it just means making it better to an extent I'm going to gentrify my hood I'm going gentrify my goddamn block you hear me see you got to be a unique motherfucker to take care of the people that don't take care of you but if I don't do it who the fuck else is not the latent you know a lot of the leadership's been lost because niggas don't listen you don't listen to the old here. you don't listen to the teachers, you don't listen to your mom but we got the police our own or the police gonna do it for us and nobody wants that Stay tuned, stay blessed, stay in the motherfucking know, and stay out the motherfucking way. It's been a pleasure, it's an honor, and this won't be the last time you hear me. Down to Telehomesian on the mount.